0: Service Newsroom, donations from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org/slash give tech. To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at Marketplace.org slash GiveTech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at Marketplace.org slash tech. One data target that puts all Americans at risk. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. Remember when President Trump tried to ban TikTok? He said at the time that the data of American users risked falling into the hands of Chinese authorities who have ties to the app's owners. A judge blocked the ban, but even if he hadn't, experts say so much of our information is available to buy elsewhere from run-of-the-mill data brokers. And that can have big consequences for national security, especially when it comes to information on members of the military. Justin Sherman heads a team at Duke that tried buying just that kind of data, and he says it wasn't that hard.
1: We were able to purchase a range of data about active-duty military service members, their families, their acquaintances, as well as some veterans— this spans data about people's health conditions, data about people's finances. Are they in debt? Do they have a mortgage? Uh, As well as pretty personal demographic information, such as your religion or how many children you have in the home and what the estimated ages of those children are. And so we really uh, walked away with the sense that this data is, in many cases, very clearly linked to a person by name. And this is also a lot of sensitive data that many service members probably don't suspect is out there for sale by these data brokers.
0: So to do this, Justin, your team approached 12 different data brokers to buy data, first using a U.S.-based website, and then later with a .asia domain name, why that domain name?
1: We wanted to see if there's a difference between contacting a data broker with a U.S. website and asking to buy data about people in the U.S. military and doing that from what's very clearly not a U.S. website. So in this case, we set up a website, ending in .asia, and really wanted to see maybe is the sales process different? Is there a restriction on selling military data? Are there more background checks involved? And the unfortunate answer to that question is no, we were able to buy basically the same data through the dot Asia website that we did through the, uh, the us.org website we set up and the cherry on top of this entire, uh, phase of the research project was we had set up uh, a server in Singapore, a secure server in Singapore, to which these brokers transferred the data when we bought it via the .asia website. So they literally sent these US service members data overseas to this server. We, of course, immediately then downloaded it, removed it, and we have a lot of controls around that. But it just underscores that you know, there wasn't any thinking about, is there a risk here? Is there any general obligation we feel to think about privacy or national security? And that clearly was not the case.
0: We'll be right back with more from Justin Sherman, senior fellow at Duke's Sanford School of Public Policy. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. We're back with Duke's Justin Sherman. Justin, in one case, you got names, home addresses, emails, and cell phone numbers for 5,000 active duty service members and veterans in and around D.C. This cost $0.32 cents per record, and no one asked to do a background check on you.
1: The data brokers we purchased from did not vet who we were. We even had one broker, and this still even studying this, I found this a little shocking, had said to us, that if we were to pay by credit card for the data set, you have to go through our background check process, we have to do identity verification, right? Or you can pay by wire. We paid by wire, we did not have to do a background check, and we got the data set from this this company. So it very much did underscore the fact that not only is this data out there without regulation, which is the first thing we need to think about, a lot of these companies also don't have know-your-customer controls. They don't have basic background checks, right? And, you know, if you're if you're trying to prevent harm, you want to vet people before you give them really sensitive information, right? Not after the fact or never. And that, too, is another reason why some of these industry practices can, can lead to real harm.
0: And what are the national security implications of this data on active service members, as well as veterans being so readily available?
1: Foreign spy agencies are really interested in particularly people who have security clearances or people who are involved in national security, right? Because if you want someone to leak secrets, if you want someone to tell you what's going on or act a certain way, you're going to target people who work in the military or work in the government. And so The fact that it was so easy for us to buy this and get data linked to specific people suggests that it'd be really easy for a foreign actor to do the exact same thing Uh, and to get data you might not get elsewhere, right? Financial data, for instance, if you're trying to identify people in debt, that could be really, really dangerous um, from a national security perspective if you can identify and target and then blackmail particular people.
0: So Justin, bottom line, it sounds like pretty much anyone with a little bit of know-how can buy this kind of data.
1: Some data brokers are going to put a higher bar in place for the amount of money you need to spend or if you need a background check. But there are plenty of data brokers where all you need is an email and a credit card. And that is enough to buy highly sensitive data about Americans and even members of the military.
0: That's terrifying
1: it's very scary. And for anyone listening to this who's concerned or maybe thinks I'm not in the military, but what about my data? We have other studies we've done and other studies coming out that show that we could have done this exact same study on any other demographic group. We could have done this for police officers. We could have done this for judges. We could have done this for survivors of gendered violence. And the terrifying reality is that we probably would be able to get Uh, Because it's out there, very similar sensitive data about those people.
0: That was Justin Sherman, Senior Fellow at Duke's Sanford School of Public Policy. You heard Justin and I talk about some of the specific ways that data brokers slice and dice personal information for sale. The report he and his colleagues have been working on, which comes out today, names some that got our attention like habits. A quick sampling includes veterans that own a motorcycle and military readers. Careers are another category. Veteran-owned construction companies are a data set mentioned in the report. The team at Duke cites an advertisement from one broker selling data on veterans that are, quote, responsive to one or a variety of causes. The ad states that giving back and helping others is something that is in the heart and soul and adds that you can already see them opening up their wallet for your offer today. We've posted the full report from Duke's Sanford School of Public Policy on our website, marketplacetech.org. Rosie Hughes produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey.